Good morning, friends. Welcome to our morning devotion. Before we read the word, shall we pray? Everlasting Father, thank you, Lord, for this morning. As we start this day, we commit ourselves to Thee, that, Lord, You will guide us. Your word is a lamp unto our feet, and a light that shines in darkness. May Your word lead us this day. In all that we do, may we give You glory, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Our topic today is counting the costs. Counting the cost. The book of Philippians chapter 3, verse 7, Paul says, But what things were gained to me, those I counted loss for Christ. But what things were gained to me, those I counted loss for Christ. Moses renounced a prospective kingdom. Paul the advantages of wealth and the honor among his people for a life of pardon pairing in God's service. To many, the life of these men appears one of renunciation and sacrifice. Was it really so? Moses, we read, was over the palace of the pharaohs and the monarch's throne. But the sinful pleasures that make men forget God were in those lordly Courts, and he chose instead the durable riches and the righteousness. Instead of linking himself with the greatness of Egypt, he chose to bind up himself and his life with God's purpose. Instead of giving laws to Egypt, he by divine direction enacted laws for the world. He became God's instrument in giving to men those principles that are the safeguard alike of the home and of the society, that are the cornerstone of the prosperity of nations. Principles recognized today by the world's greatest men as the foundation of all that is passed in human governments. The greatness of Egypt is in the dust. It is power and civilization have passed away, but the work of Moses can never perish. The great principles of righteousness which he lived to establish are eternal. With Christ, the wilderness wanderings. With Christ, on the Mount of Transfiguration. With Christ, in the heavenly courts. His was alive on earth, a blessing and a blessed and in heaven honored. We are told of Paul that Paul also in his manifold labors was upheld by the sustaining power of his presence. In Philippians 4, 13, Paul says, I can do all things through Christ which strengthened me. Who can measure the results to the world of Paul's life work? Of all those beneficent influences that alleviate suffering, that comfort sorrow, that restrain evil, that uplift life from the selfish and sensual, and glorify it with the hope of immortality. How much is due to the labors of Paul and his fellow workers? As with the gospel of the Son of God, they are they made their unnoticed journey from Asia to the shores of Europe. What is it what is, to end life to have been God's instrument in setting in motion such influences and such blessings? What would it be? What the eternity?
to witness the results of such a life work. Friends, this man counted all but laws for the gain of Christianity, for the gain of Christ. They counted the world's riches, the world's provisions, all but the vanity, and they chose Christ. This morning, as we start this today, I know we are going to work. I know we are working hard to get these lives to work. But let us remember, the gains of this world are but temporary. May we seek the eternal pleasures. May we seek the eternal blessings. May we, like Moses, not look, be look beyond Pharaoh's courts. May we, like Paul, look beyond the gains of this world and the focus of, on Christ. May he be our shield. May he be our God. May he be our guide. May his blessings abide with us in this day and forevermore. In Jesus' name. Amen. Shall we pray? Dear Lord, thank you for this morning. Teach us, Lord, to know that the things of this world are there but are for a short time. There is eternity to be gained. May we look beyond the earthly gains and seek that which is eternal, the life that God you have gone to prepare for us. Jesus, you promised that you go to prepare a place for us. May your word abide in us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.